Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another edition of Technology Expresso Cafe Radio. Dave and Jacqueline bring you up close and personal to the innovators, contributors, and creative minds in and around technology today. Visit our website portal at www.technologyexpresso.com. There you will find a full list of our broadcasts from all across the technology spectrum, our social media handles, and related content. So sit back with Dave and Jacqueline as they serve up Technology Expresso, fast, hot, and intense. Welcome to another edition of Technology Expresso Cafe Radio. Dave and Jacqueline bring you up close and personal to the innovators, contributors, and creative minds in and around technology today. Visit our website portal at www.technologyexpresso.com. There you will find a full list of our broadcasts from all across the technology spectrum, our social media handles, and related content. So sit back with Dave and Jacqueline as they serve up Technology Expresso, fast, hot, and intense. Hello, this is Dave and Jacqueline in the flesh today. Good day, welcome. Hello, this is another one of our SIPs, our STEM Information Podcast. And what we want to do for you is recap this weekend. Here in Atlanta was the Atlanta Science Festival, um, and for short, that's hashtag ATLSciFest. And it was going on across the city. But we covered one of our favorites, which is the event that takes place at the DeKalb Community Center, hosted by Gladys Bolding, and that's known as Biologue 2017. So, very excited. This is our, our third year doing it. Yes, yes, third year. Started in 2015. Absolutely. Um, and I, I have, I missed one, but you've made every one of those. So, Juan, I'll let you, you uh, start out and share with the audience, you know, what were some of the sights and sounds uh, this year in particular? Well, there was a continuance of some of the exciting um, uh, workshops that they held for both young and old. They expanded the computer workshop to a website, website building. There was a workshop on drones. There, uh, last year, well, 2015, I recall a, a, a chemistry workshop on cosmetics, um, but they've expanded that one, and there is more like forensics. Now, was that, is, that a, is that a pretty fair assessment of what that workshop was? Um, Absolutely. That was the title, Forensics. And as a matter of fact, I do remember she introduced Forensic, and I think it's been so popular mm-hmm. that they've really extended that. So, yeah, the kids love that. The You know, it's all about the 
dissecting and taking clues and, and trying to solve the, the mysteries. And they probably see it on TV and, and know mom and dad watch a lot of the CSI shows. So they're hearing that word forensic. And so now they get to be a part of it. So they, they love the, the hands-on. Yes, and also the ever-popular Noreen, the science queen, had her demonstration. She uh, missed out, I think, on 2016, but uh, she was there the inaugural year, 2015, and returned here 2017, and it was just as fun as it was that first year. Uh, we have a posting on technologyexpresso.com. Under the events tab, you will see that event, the uh, 2015 Biologue. Uh, 2016 is still on tap. It's coming out, and uh, then we'll follow up with uh, 2017 as a result of the activity yesterday. Great stuff. Absolutely. And, you know, Noreen, the science queen, as she, she's known, um, and you, you can go to her website. And also she has some YouTube videos. So if you missed it, go and check out some of that footage. And as David said, we also have some, some footage, so we'll be posting some on our YouTube channel too. But you have to see it for yourself, and you'll understand how she makes it so interactive. And, you know, she lays out her table with just everyday items, but before you know it, she's turned it into, you know, an educational way of showing people, you know, how science and even I think there's some physics and, you know, uh, all built into that. And the kids are, are loving it. I love it when, you know, if you look for volunteers and all of those hands fly up in the air and they can't wait to get down front and center. The other thing I want to add, her website also, she has BigThinkersScience.com. Uh, That's her, her website as well. She does uh, birthday parties. She even comes to schools and speaks or organizations. Um, definitely want to have some conversations with her and the, the Delta Sigma Theta uh, STEAM Fest that we went to last weekend. Uh, they would, their crowd would love Noreen as well. And then the last thing I have to add, Noreen is coming out with a book called Nerdy Jobs. And so, not dirty, but nerdy jobs. But making, showing you how those things that you think are nerdy jobs are actually a lot of fun and exciting. So um, she promised me a, a copy. As soon as we have a copy, we'll be having her on the show to talk about her new book. Absolutely. Yes, the, uh, the narrative thing is, has changed even at the kid level. Uh, kids are becoming more interactive and more accessible, and information is more accessible to them as well. So they don't, they're, they're not as prone to buy into the, uh, the stereotypes that, that, that are communicated by the non-nerdy kids in class. Uh, it's, almost, it's almost cool to be school. Yeah, yeah. It, you know, it's back to that leveling the playing field uh, because you, you're right. It's And, you know, something that we've also talked about, too, it's not the jocks versus the nerds. We're, we're you know, they're starting to have what they call mathletes, you know, um, and, and there's so many different competitions now, and um, it lets the kids, you know, have teams, compete, win, and those turn into scholarships. So there's just as serious and uh, a career, uh, not career, but a series of paths for students to pursue, just like athletes, you know, have been able to pursue these different paths and have notoriety. Now even the kids that pursue academics. And, and, and that's why we have the nerdy, we just kind of have embraced that and turned a negative into a positive, I think. It's, it's cool to say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm nerdy and I'm proud of it. Absolutely. It, it, it's important to make education 
fun again. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, you know, the other thing, I found myself doing some bridge building. Um, so uh, my great nephew and I were uh, in one of the, the classes and um, a bridge builder, and, you know, it was just good to see him standing up there. It was a, a young black African-American um, doing the, the presentation, and he talked to the students how he did bridge building for a living for a, a period of time uh, with his engineering degree. And so they got to do the same with some very colorful popsicle sticks. So, um, and it, it was interesting, but, you know, you can't underestimate just the power of them seeing someone that looks like them, that's young, that is passionate enough wanting to teach them what they do for a living and translating what an engineer does. And he showed them different pictures of some of the bridges that he worked on. So that was that was really cool. And, um, you know, um, Mason, my other great nephew, our other great nephew, was there and fell in love with the 3D printing. Yes. So that that was interesting. I think you guys got in the conversation because we talked about, I think he wants one. That might be on the Christmas list this year. <laughs> so that would be interesting. But you guys started even going down the conversation, well, what could you do with the 3D printing? Yes, and the conversation was how big of a, it started with how big of a 3D printer you can afford <laughs> and can fit it in your house, you know. So it's got to be it's 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 got to be reasonable. But you know, you you don't have to build say a whole car. Well, you just build the pieces, and then to, at that point, it's just a model, and you just put the pieces together. So you could you should be able to find a reasonably priced three D printer which kids can build parts with, even Lego parts. Oh, a little. Uh, we used to play with army men and figurines as, as kids. Model uh, cars. And model cars. We can build those now with a 3D printer and paint. So it's uh, it's kind of fascinating. And you know, with technology, it's not, and and a lot of things. It's not so much about the destination; it's the journey. So Absolutely. you get that you get that device, and of course, you're gonna you you will have to know how to operate a computer because it's basically a computer. Mm-hmm. So you, it takes programming. How will you input your design of a car? Uh, yesterday he had a jump drive, and we downloaded some diagrams off of the computer and and loaded it into the 3D printer, and that's where that interaction started. So uh, you, you've got a lot of uh, IT savviness required to get to the part of having fun. So there it is. The, the education is in the journey to get to the fun part. Absolutely. And really what you just said, imagine, and we, I've even heard this in other 3D printing conversations, you buy your kid a 3D printer and you may never have to go to Toys R Us again. Because basically they could make their own toys. I mean, he had laid out on the table for them to see, even making their their different shoes. Uh, They had some sandals that he had made with 3D printing. He had a little robotic hand that he had made. But to your point, um, one little boy was walking around with a helmet. Uh, I don't know which movie it was from, but it was this, this big uh, helmet that all the that was very attractive to the kids. But basically, w- what you would have to do is kind of dissect that and make those different parts, and then put it all back together. Well, dissecting it—that's part of the design and the blueprint. Mm-hmm. You have to use math to get your measurements just right engineering, breaking it apart and putting it back together, and then you're using the computer. So you buy that 3D printer, and you've got your STEM workshop 
you know, right there, you know, in your home. Who knows what you'll find broken in your house <laughs> at that point. But, but you know, and, and that's the other thing you that's funny that you mention it, is that he also said with the 3D printer, for example, someone had a boat and their propeller broke. They were able to create a replacement part. Um, that's something that's very interesting, too. So not only, you know, you could put Toys R Us out of the business, you can, you know, even some of your, your pieces and parts that uh, you need around the house, you can just do it right there on your 3D printing. So it, it, it sounds far-fetched, but there may be a time where, you know, 3D printers are in people's homes, and it's just something that, um, you know, your go-to uh, items, just like we print out things instead of having to go to the Kinko's every day to print something off, we have a print shop in our back bedroom, so to speak, well, you could do the same with 3D printing. So the possibility now, oh, we didn't even talk about, you know, just as you think the day was winding down. And this is the other thing that I thought that Gladys did an awesome job. She had a different series of workshops, and it started with the younger kids in the morning, um, and then, um, then they had the drones, and they went out back and flew the drones. Then Maureen came in, and uh, the majority of kids that came into the uh, auditorium, and Maureen gave uh, her segment of the, the show. Upstairs, we had the science fair going on as well, and we had some young ladies presenting uh, their research and facts, and, and I thought that that, that was really um, intriguing. Yes, there were, three, there were three entries, and all three of those entries won. There was, they were all winners. Absolutely. So uh, we'll have information on each one of those uh, presentations. They were quite fascinating. Uh, I don't want to give it away. I'll just tease you with that much, and you'll have to go to the website to uh, read up about that. So, Absolutely. Uh, then there was the uh, – uh, what were they doing with the sea urchins? Now, with the sea urchins, they actually were extracting well, – that's – it got – let's just say – it was very interesting. <laughs> they they got some um, eggs and the other parts together and the sperm, and they actually saw the two join together in the microscope. That was the older group towards the end of the day, and that's what I was saying. She started with the young ones in the morning, and then by the end of the day, the older kids they got to do some of see some of the the mating of the emerging of the egg and the sperm in the microscope. The urchin evolution in flight. Yes. And they were thrilled with it. And that's what's so important is, hey, make it fun, make it interesting, and get them engaged. And Gladys did it all. Absolutely. That will be a session that those kids will not likely to get anytime soon. Absolutely. absolutely. And there was also drones. There were the drones. Absolutely. So full day, and what I would say is, just like this year, Gladys sold out without even having to advertise. So you need to get connected, get on the mailing list, make sure this time next year. And she may be doing two sessions a year, so there may be a September segment. Well, that's our sip for today. We keep it short and sweet, but as you can say, it's a lot of excitement out there. Parents, continue to keep the kids engaged. Keep your eyes and ears open. We here at Technology Expresso will continue to feed you updates on the various events in the city. So. Yes, stay connected with us. Visit our website. You'll see the posting about that event yesterday and more, even posting from the events from the previous weekend with the uh, Deltas and the uh, Steam Fest. And at, at the Steam Fest. So stay tuned, everyone. And next week we'll be at Nesby. So lots of things going on, and we're here for you. 
As always, thank you for listening and supporting Technology Expresso. Thank you for uh, being a part and making sure that we're getting our young people engaged in STEM. That's all for this episode. Good day, great people. Sean Thomas here, the Entrepreneur Her. Thank you so much for your support of great programming like this one at Technology Expresso. Are you a corporate or professional ready to leap and start a business but do not know exactly how to separate yourself in the marketplace? Or maybe you're a small business owner struggling to get the word out about your amazing business. Well, I want to help you do just that. My creative marketing agency has the unique ability to market your products and services in such a way that your clients and customers will be more than attracted to you. We help you build credible visibility through digital storytelling that is personal yet professional. We create amazing websites, social media marketing campaigns, and much, much more. If this sounds like what you've been looking for, I want to talk to you. Give me a call at 404-796-8858. That's 404-796-8858. Once again, 404-796-8858. Look forward to talking to you soon. Sean Thomas, The Entrepreneur. If you want to stay connected with all that Technology Expresso has to offer, simply visit our connection portal at www.techexpectations.com and set up a profile today. Tech Expectations is an online resource manager with features such as a search engine that helps STEM businesses, organizations, volunteers, interns, and sponsors find each other and connect. Also, you can download our mobile app through iTunes or the Google Play Store. Simply search Technology Expresso. This is an app that will fuel your ideas, career, business, and your passion, while also giving you the tools and resources you need to get ahead. So download this app today and start building towards success. And as always, thanks for listening to Technology Expresso Radio.